Yo, what's up, everyone? G Money Stacks here. You may remember me from shows like Off the Meat Rat Change New York Avenue podcast, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, Sports Edition show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show. I'm here to talk to you at home about Spotify for podcasters. Why are you wasting and struggling with your money on a hosting site to promote your show with limited storages? Forget about it. Let's break this down. If you are a current Anchor user, don't worry about the changes. Everything will be the same with added new features. Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, is a free hosting site and phone app that gives you old and new creation tools, also provides free hosting with access to record, upload videos from podcast episodes, edit, add music to your show, monetize, Q&A questions, polls, distribute your podcast on streaming platforms, tracking analytics, plus the show's growth audience from international places, Canada, USA, international, including Long Island and the five boroughs of New York and much more. You can get money from sponsorship with no minimum listenership. Spotify for Podcasters also offers hosting and a way to upload podcast videos to attract listeners also keep track of the number number of streams these are the important keys to making a podcast if you like to create a podcast and be a guest co-host like myself you can download the free spotify for podcasters app on your iphones android phones ipads android tablets apple mac and dell laptops with windows or check out the website for more information to get a head start on your podcast journey at www.podcasters.spotify.com. If I can reach success, so can you. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. I'm G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator. Thank you for listening to me and the podcast. Let's go.
Hey, good evening, USA International Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, the man who holds the doors of the Q5 and N24 buses, unstoppable independent podcaster, and of course, Queens, New York native of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking and hanging out with me on the 309th, 300, excuse me, 308th episode of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast. Yes, episode 308. And I hope everybody had a, a nice, decent Thanksgiving. And of course, Black Friday is a little crazy these days. And um, I had no idea. I had no idea how crazy it was going to be until I saw the worst traffic jam that I ever saw in in the Roosevelt Field Terminal bus stop while I was waiting for the bus. It's crazy, man. Every year, every year, people think that they're going to get like you know early discounts and stuff like that, but that's not really. It's not really going to happen. You know, most regular people would usually, um, they usually shop um, after Black Friday and before Black Friday. And, and yeah, that's pretty much the reason why some people don't really like um, Black Friday as much is because of the traffic. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a little quick story of what happened to me when I when I was waiting at the bus stop on Friday, this past Black Friday, actually, and it was nuts. So we're live and not right from StreamYard alongside with YouTube and alongside myself is the Instagram live feed. So make sure you turn on your notifications. And um and of course, um so you can know when I'll be on Instagram live recording um an episode and stuff like that and you're more than welcome to actually do this um you're more than welcome to actually um comment on the topics that's going to be discussed in each episode and um without further ado be sure to grab the subscribe button for me on the youtube channel page of g money stacks triple five for more live um episodes of the podcast and of course leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics and um tap on tap on a tap on alerts so you can be reminded on when each episode is going to be um recorded going live via live stream more of your content upcoming episodes new and previous episodes and um be sure to listen stream and watch these episodes in case you miss any of them whatsoever and um <laughs> and um and um also be sure to download the episodes be sure to be sure to add the podcast to your playlist like your spotify's your, your amazon musics um 
Spotify for podcasters. There's um there's there's Deezer, there's Snip, there's there's Stitcher, there's um of course iHeartRadio and of course YouTube as well. And you can actually add those podcasts to your playlist so you can know when each episode is going to be dropping through notifications. So you'll be verified on when each new episode is going to be dropping. So there you have it right there. And um, tell a friend to another friend and I'll handle the rest on where you can listen to the stream platforms of each episode at the end of the show. Also, um, I made a Discord, actually, If in case you didn't know. I made a Discord in case you guys want you guys and folks out there want to interact with me, hang out with me in regards to, you know, particular topics that you that you heard in each episode that you want to talk about. Um, and um, there's going to be some um, hashtags on Discord. When you go on Discord, you're going to see some categories and you're going to see a profile of myself. You're going to see some categories that's going to say chat and chat with me chatting with me and you're gonna have like a music section where you could talk about um hip-hop and um of course of course movies and tv of course um you know of course video games podcast suggestions um anything y'all got for me y'all could Interact, interact with me on Discord, which, by the way, it's going to it's going to be this. It's the same username. It's the same username, actually. So, um, so there you have it, right there. Um, my Discord um link is in the link tree, uh, where it's gonna have um a way to a way for me to invite you. So I'll ha- I'll invite you to my Discord. That way you'll be able to um hang out and and chat with me in terms of you know the topics that's being discussed, how do you feel about them, all that great stuff right there. So I just wanted to get the Discord thing out the way. And um yeah, so there you have it. And um I do apologize for delaying the upcoming episodes and stuff like that. I do apologize for that. I'm not sure what this is going on here, but what the hell is going on here? Um, I'm sorry about that. Hey, so, so yeah, let me, let me get myself situated here. All right. We're going to get into, and also, I forgot to mention this. If you'd like to support this podcast whatsoever, um, any amount of money will be appreciated. Um, that Anything that you choose, that you desire, will be appreciated. Um, it could be a dollar. It could be $5. It could be, um, it could be $10. Um, so this is just to keep the sh- the. the, the three of my podcast shows going. 
So, you know what I'm saying? And um, and yeah, my Cash App and PayPal is right there. Um, dial sign G Money Stacks Triple Five, and my PayPal is um, G Money Stacks Queens New York. All right, so there you have it right there. Let me just get that out the way, and and we'll go on to the New York the New York Mass Transit Files. All right, um, all right. So let's let's go. Before I go on to the episode, let me give a shout out to somebody in the chat real quick. Um, shouts to Pure Honey and um, and Tree underscore Yana. All right, I appreciate this. All right, so um, let's get into our transit topic. Hang on a second. Hang on a second here. Um, okay, hang on a second. All right. Um, all right, so we're going to get into the Uber and Lyft driver situation. Okay, here's what's happening, and this is according to NPR.org. Uber and Lyft will pay to will pay to settle allegations they shortchange drivers. Uh, the two hundred and ninety million dollar, two hundred and ninety million dollar um from Uber and thirty eight million dollars from Lyft will go to um drivers for uber from 2014 to 2017 and lyft from 2015 to 2017. that's a lot of pocket change folks (laughs) you know i mean that's a lot of pocket change you can't go wrong with a lot of money but hey um okay yes here we go Um, all right, so uh, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
What is going on here? Anyway, um, $328 million. That's how much Uber and Lyft have agreed to pay in a settlement with the New York Attorney General's office over allegations. The companies shortchanged its drivers. NPR's Bobby Allen joins us to discuss the payout and what it could mean for drivers around the country. Bobby, so what was the case against Uber and Lyft? So this is basically this is basically like an interview. So I'm just gonna read off um, what's being said here. All right, so Bobby Allen byline um, states, yeah, here's what. State investigators found that in New York, Uber and Lyft were taking sales tax and other fees out of the out of the paychecks of drivers when really that should have been billed to passengers. So that meant rides were less expensive, but it also meant drivers received smaller paychecks. So to resolve that, the companies say up to 100,000 drivers in New York will be eligible for back pay they'll be compensated from this 328 million dollar fund you've mentioned Uh, the ag's office in new york is calling this the state's largest ever wage theft case wow 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 I mean, I don't take Uber or Lyft or anything because I know how expensive they are. But this one right here is just, it just kind of bit the mini ass right there. Um, okay, where was I actually, where was I? Um, okay, um, before I continue, let me give credit to the people from the creator, Matt Groening from The Simpsons, and of course, let me give credit to the people from Jeopardy, Wheel Fortune, um, and, and others, um, why? while I'm recording this episode right here. All right, so um, the AG's office in New York is, is calling this the state's largest 
Yeah, I already read that one. Uh, I called up Seth Harris to see just how significant this is. He's a professor at Northern, excuse me, Northeastern University and a former top um, labor advisor to President Biden. And he says that the settlement is remarkable, not just for the amount of money. And Seth Harris um, um, states, um, but the attorney general's use of the case to pressure the companies to agree to the kinds of things that you typically find in employment law and um and alan states yeah what he's referring to there a is a big part of this deal uber and lyft have agreed to to pay sick leave and to set minimum wages for drivers in New York State, that will be $26 an hour. And that's just for time they are driving, not time they are waiting around for passengers. Hmm. That's interesting here. Yes. Um. And uh, Martinez says, now we mentioned this happened in New York, but will this help Uber and Lyft drivers outside of New York? And Allen says, yeah, the short answer is not yet. But Harris with Northeastern says, using a wage theft investigation as, as leverage to get companies to agree to other worker perks, like New York Attorney General Letitia James did here could catch on in other states. Harris says, Attorney General James has created a blueprint for other attorney general attorneys general to pursue waste theft cases against the online platform rideshare companies. And um and um all right what do Uber and Lyft have to say about this? Yeah both companies are saying <clears throat> Yeah, both companies are saying this is a win for workers. And yes, the big pool of back pay money and minimum wage and pay sick leave are victories for workers. But Uber and Lyft got something pretty major out of this too, right? Uber says that the New York Attorney General's office agreed to drop investigations into whether the companies misclassify workers as independent contractors and remember this this has been a heated topic for years and it's launched all sorts of legal excuse me legal battles including a major one in california that is, that is still playing out in the courts over over whether ride share drivers are employees or independent contractors so it's a significant deal if the New York Attorney General's office general's office decided to let that go and will be seen. Um A. A, if you know other states choose this middle path and cut similar deals with these companies. And yes, so that was just the interview that they did. And all right, so let's go on to Let's go on to a next transit topic here.
All right, so the feds, um, according to the amny.com website, um, so according to amny.com, the Biden administration is set to award a $3.4 billion grant to New York to extend to extend the Second Avenue subway up to 125th Street. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer and U.S. Uh, Rep. Adriano um, um, Espolat um, announced on Tuesday. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Um, the Federal Transit Administration grant will fund a, a little less than half of the cost of phase two of the Second Avenue subway project. The grant funded by the 2021 Federal Infrastructure Bill is the largest in the history of the FTA's capital investment grant program, which provides money for transit capital projects. Phase two will bring Q train service up to East Harlem, a densely populated neighborhood long lacking in mass transit options. End quote. This grant is significant not only in its size, but also in where it's going, Schumer said in a statement. The fund will be used to build public transit in a neighborhood that has been neglected for far too long. The grant was first reported Tuesday by the New York Daily News. Transit officials say construction on the long stewing project will finally get underway by the end of the by the end of this year. And the NTA has already begun the costly process of acquiring acquiring east side property necessary for the construction of subway stations ventilation and power facilities as well as staging areas to get huge tunnel boring machines underground um Yes, so once construction is underway, the MCA estimates completion within seven to eight years. After more than 80 years and numerous false starts, phase one of the Second Avenue subway finally opened to great fanfare in 2017, extending the Q train up to 96th Street on the Upper East Side. On a per mile basis phase one was one of the most expensive transit infrastructure projects in, in world history, ultimately costing $4.6 billion for 1.8 miles of new rail. Interesting. Wow. And um, before I continue, let me give a shout out to somebody real quick. Ah, my man Eric Hawk, forty. My man Eric Hulk, man. How you feeling, man? I know it's been a. I know it's been a minute, man. But how you doing with your show on YouTube and stuff? How was your Thanksgiving? 
don't know what's making that noise. That I don't know. I don't know what's making that noise, but um. Anyway, let me just keep going here. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yes, phase two is set to be even cost costlier. The MTA pegs the cost of the 1.5 mile extension to 125th Street and Lexington Avenue, where the queue will connect to the to the four five six line at seven point seven billion dollars, including the cost of servicing debt. Um, let's see. Yak yikes um that's despite the fact that much of the stretch will utilize an existing tunnel on the second avenue between 110th and 120th streets built in 1970s as part of an effort to complete the project the effort the efforts were abandoned amid the city's brush with bankruptcy that decade Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, let me see. Let me see where, where I'm at. Yes. So planners have long envisioned the second Avenue subway bringing service all the way down the east side, extending south down second Avenue from Harlem, excuse me, all the way to Hanover Square in the financial district. I'm not sure where the, I'm not sure where Hanover Square is. I never even been over there before. Um, Anyway, but in its recent 20-year needs assessment, transit officials broached a different, largely unconsidered possibility, extending the queue west along 125th Street, connecting to various other lines, and enabling new transfers for riders riders heading to and from Upper Manhattan and the Bronx. Spokespersons for Governor Kathy Hochul did not immediately return requests for comment. AMC declined to comment. The grant proposal will now be sent to Congress for two weeks of review. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I may keep. I may keep track of this story. I'm not too sure. I may keep track of this story. Um. Depending on how I feel. Um. Let me see what this. Yeah. Um Yeah, so let's get into um let's get into um uh let's see. Wait, we have um hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. Um Let me see what else we got to talk about here. All right, so let's get into another segment right here. Um, let's get into another segment right here. 
um called hold on a second not that yes chatting all the jazz right here let's get into it right here right now um we're gonna actually get into we're gonna get into a particular topic in regards to um yes um yes we're gonna get into Sahad the Prince in this segment right here so let's get into it right here right now chatting all the jazz Okay, I don't have too many terrible stories to talk about in this episode right here, so, so just bear with me. Um, yeah, just bear with me here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So. This story is pertaining to Sahad the Prince, who who basically said that he'll take dinner with Jay Z over the bags of money. I'll I'm gonna get into I'll I'll get into it right here, man. So, um, all right. So Sahad the Prince, here we go. Yes. So Sahad the Prince, according to Hip Hop Diet. DX. Sire the Prince would still choose a dinner with Jay-Z over $500,000 despite the legendary rapper's recommendation to the contrary. Okay. $500,000. Wow. That's a lot of money right here. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. So, there you have it right there. Um, Yes. Yes. All right. Taken to Twitter, actually, formerly known as Twitter, which is X, on Monday, October 24th, the the former good music rapper retweeted Gayle King's new interview with Hove where she got his take on the long-running debate and said he'd still take the dinner, citing Jay as the reason Kanye West wanted to sign him. Um, okay. And, um, end quote, I'm taking the meeting with, um, I'm taking the meeting with Jay-Z, Sai Hai said, I don't care what y'all say. 500k ain't no real money. And most people most people who would take it has never made any real paper. I've made more than that annually the last 13 years of my career and that was after I met with Jay-Z. Hmm. After a fan asked about if his high income had come as a result of Jay-Z, he continued Yes, he told Ye to sign me and got on so appalled and 
I got a pub deal for a half of ticket plus touring plus royalties and a salary. I was broke when I met Jay Z. I had um I had one thousand five hundred dollars to my name. I just had got evicted from my crib and I had to borrow money from um Greg Street V one one oh three. Hmm. Yeah. Um the topic was reignited on social media this week after a fan caught up with Hove himself and informed him he take he take the money. Gail then got the Brooklyn Nader's advice during an interview and he explained why he too would take the cash. You gotta take the you gotta take the money, he replied with little hesitation. What I'm what I'ma say, you got all that wisdom in the music for ten dollars and ninety-nine cents. That's a bad deal. I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Take the five hundred thousand dollars, go buy some albums and listen to the albums it's all there mm. okay <laughs> um yeah <laughs> not that i would do it but um Anyway, let's continue, man. <laughs> oh, man. Not that I would take it, though, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. But um, Yes, yeah, so if you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words, for what it is, it's all there. Everything that I said was going to happen, happened. Everything that I said I wanted to do, I've done. There's the blueprint. The blueprint literally to me and my life and my journey is is there already. Rick Ross also disagreed, saying that picking picking the brain of the Brooklyn um, billionaire is more valuable than pocketing half a million dollars. Hmm. I'm going to take the dinner and I'm going to tell you why. Ross said in a video posted to his Instagram stories. In a way, when I turned in my second album, Trilla, I had a meeting with Hove. We went to lunch. Philip, um, Philip, uh, Felipe, Felipe Chow, um, Manhattan, the orange chicken on the stick with the peanut, the peanut sauce <laughs> was the vibe at the time. Let me cut through the conversation. He said, Rose versus writing to every beat you like, write to every record you could make work. He told me a quick story about Big Pimpin. I said, okay, bet. I went from writing one record to every 80 beats I like to writing 40 records out of 80 beats I could make work. Rose credited Hobbs advice with helping him level up as an artist, which in turn brought him more success in the rap game and laid the foundation for his up his other lucrative business ventures. It took me to another level as a writer 
another level as an artist, he continued, the amount of work I was putting out was next level. So you got to ask yourself, are you ready to digest the knowledge or you just want to look at this watch at the table? And um, the 500K or Dinner with Jay-Z debate originally hit social media in 2021 with fans contemplating what would be more valuable. Even Hove's former streaming platform title weighed in by telling fans on Twitter to take the money. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard choice to make, though. That's a hard fucking choice to make, though, man. <laughs> if you really want to get technical, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that's hard to that's hard to choose, man. You know what I'm saying? It really is. Um, all right, so <laughs> all right, so let's um get into let's get into some um random holidays. Um yeah, let's get into some rap random holidays. There's three there's three to talk about here, actually. So let's get into it right here. And this is um National Cherry Day. Um okay, so Nas- so National Cherry Day is celebrated on July 16th, making it the perfect summertime celebration. Cherry range cherries range from sweet to tart. They come in shades ranging from red to yellow. And you can create a wide variety of dishes, desserts, and drinks with them. We can't blame George Washington for <laughs> George Washington for allegedly chopping down that cherry tree. Today, um, the U.S. cherry industry produces more than 650 million pounds of tart and sweet cherries each year. Um, <laughs> ain't that something? Oh, gosh. Let me not do that. Trying to close that. Yes, so the history of National Cherry Day. Cherries have been a staple for centuries, from the Roman Empire to the Chinese dynasties. The little red fruits have been on the plate of millions and came to America by ship with early settlers in the 1600s. Modern day cherry production in the United States began in 1852, where Peter uh, Peter Doherty began planting cherry trees on the old Mission Peninsula in the state of Michigan. Uh, The Midwest area proved to have an ideal climate for growing cherries and mass harvesting soon took place with the first commercial um, tart cherry orchards in Michigan being planted in 1893. Soon production surpassed other major crops and the first cherry um, first cherry processing facility. Um, Traverse City Canning um, Company was built with the ruby red fruit soon being shipped to neighboring cities in the, mid- the Midwest. Outreach to 
the entire country was created shortly after. Um, the maraschino cherry created from sweet cherries is what popularized cherries in the U.S. This popular dessert cherry was invented by merchants on the Balkan Peninsula and in northern Italy by adding liquor to a local cherry called the Marasca. The resulting cherry product was shipped into the United States in the 1890s. In 1896, U.S. cherry processes, processors began trialing an indigenous sweet cherry for maraschino cherries in which less liquor was used in the processing and almond oil was added. In the end, the liquor was eliminated completely. By 1920, the American variation of the, mar the maraschino cherry was so popular that it had substituted the non-native variety in the United States. All right, so, okay, so cherries are recorded um, by a Greek author, um, discusses cherries in the book of his the book of history of plants king charles um the fifth plants cherry trees king charles the fifth of france planted over 1000 cherry cherry trees in his gardens at saint paul and tornell 1600s cherries arrive in the u.s cherries are brought to America with the first settlers. 1896, Americans create maraschinos. Americans produce their first maraschino cherries using liquor. Oh, wow. And, um, okay, so, uh, so National Cherry Day activities, of course, you can visit a U-Pick farm not well not sure where that where that is actually but i'll fill you in um so oregon california and michigan are a few of the states that have cherry you pick farms enjoy a day outside picking fresh cherries uh that's number one number two make black cherry iced tea that's an interesting drink celebrate this national holiday by adding a twist to a southern classic Iced tea is the perfect summer drink, <laughs> and cherries are a great addition. Number three, attend a cherry pit spitting contest. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, think you have skills? Known as the cherry pit spitting capital of the world, um, um, EU Claire, Michigan, hosts the International Cherry Pitch Spinning Championship each year. The world record for cherry stone spitting is a whole 93 feet, 6.5 inches. Try beating that. <laughs> Here are the five facts about cherries that will blow your mind. Number one, the average cherry tree has 7,000 cherries. Yes, it does. <laughs> cherry trees are so productive they can yield up to 28 pies yum number two there are two 
main types. Cherries are either sweet or tart. Number three, Michigan is the cherry capital. Around 94% of cherries consumed in the U.S. are grown in Michigan. Number four, pits contain toxins. Don't chew on cherry pits because they can don't chew on cherry pits because they can release toxins. Oh shit. Uh okay. Um number five. There are 1,000 varieties. There are more than 1,000 different cherry varieties, sweet and tart combined, but only 20% of them are used for commercial purposes. Why we love National Cherry Day, you ask? Um, cherries are versatile. Cherries can be turned into many different recipes. You can make jam, um, aka jelly, barbecue sauce, pastries, pies, cola, ice cream, and much more. Grill them, dry them, or juice them. No matter no matter what, they are always delicious. Okay, wait a minute here. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait a minute here. <laughs> this is this is something I never heard of before, man. This is this is something I never heard of before. I never heard of this before. Like I never heard of anybody grilling strawberries. Like, hold on a second. How many people you know have been grilling strawberries? Like, I never heard of this before. This is the first time hearing about this. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my fucking gosh. This <laughs> this is so fucking crazy right now, man. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Anyway, they are nutritious. No one really loves taking their vitamins, right? Not not always true. That's not true. Well, sneaky cherries are filled with vitamin vitamins A, B, C, and E. Together, these vitamins help blood circulation, hair growth, stress management, and reduce cancer risk to mention a few. Yep. And they are historic. Cherries have been around for centuries. The earliest information about cherries has written, no, excuse me, was written by Greek author, um, I'm not even going to butcher the name. So Greek author in the book History of Plants in 300 BC. All right. So um, National Cherry Day dates. Um, so next year, which is 2024, Tuesday, July 16th. Um, the year after that, 2025, Wednesday, July 16th. 2026, Thursday, July 16th. Um, 2027, Friday, July 16th, and 2028, Sunday, July 16th. Next, we have um, National Rainer Cherry Day. Hmm, interesting. So, National Rain Rainier Cherry Day is celebrated in America on July 11th. The day celebrates 
one of the nation's best loved summer fruits. The day also marks the peak of the rainier cherry harvest for growers in Washington. In fact, Washington produces some of the highest quantities of rainier cherries in the states. The rainier cherries are golden yellow cherries with tender, creamy yellow flesh and a red blush. They are a tiny brown colored kernel too. Rainier cherries have a high sugar content and are classified as premium fruits. These cherries are a good source of vitamins, minerals, and potassium. Um, so the history of National Rainier Cherry Day. The creator and the history of National Rainier Cherry Day are largely unknown. Back in 1952, Dr. Harold W. F um, Fogel a researcher at Washington State University crossed the Bing and van varieties of cherries to create the unique Rainier cherry. It gets its name from the Great Mount Rainier in Washington State. Farmers started harvesting this variety after it was approved for commercial production in 1960. Rainier cherries belong to the prunus um, genus and are descendants of um, prunus um, avium the wild cherry july is the prime season for rainier cherry harvesting in washington and these cherries grow for only two months every year growing rainier cherries is quite a challenging task for farmers. Rainier cherries, hold on, since the fruit has a thin and fragile skin, it is highly prone to bruising. Rainier cherries are handpicked with extra care from the tree and put in tiny bags or lugs to minimize contact. These are temper, temperamental crops that are sensitive to weather changes like high temperatures, rain, or strong winds. Ooh, birds feast on rainier cherries too, and they are a menace to farmers who put up nets to keep the birds from this precious fruit. The cherries are treated with the utmost care, even after they are picked from the trees. Immediately after harvest, the fruit is hydro-cooled to preserve the freshness of the fruit. Rainier cherries are quite expensive compared to red cherries, even though the price remains high. People don't mind shelling out some extra cat, excuse me, extra dollars um, to enjoy the sweetness and um, nutritional values of the fruit. Okay. So the timeline, in the 1600s, cherries arrived in America. Settlers from Europe bring cherries to America. 1800s, cherry production begins. Modern day cherry production starts in Michigan. 1890s, um, Maraska cherries start appearing in the desserts of the country's finest restaurants. Rain, 1952, Rainier cherries 
are created at Washington State University. Okay. Um, this is crazy. Wait, wait a second. Why are Rainier cherries expensive? Rainier cherries bruise easily and are also more likely to be damaged by wind and rain. The supply of Rainier cherries is also nowhere near as large as the traditional dark red cherry. That's why they are so expensive. Ah, okay. Um, we have, why, why are they called Rainier cherries? The name of this cherry comes from Washington State's largest mountain, Mount Rainier. Um, are Rainier cherries in season? Um, yes, so Rainier cherries are in season from May through June in California and June through August in Washington. So how to celebrate National Rainier Day, you ask? Number one, eat them fresh. Have a bowl of cold Rainier cherries for breakfast on National Rainier Day. No, Rainier Cherries Day. <laughs> Rich in antioxidants, which I do love. This fruit will give you a boost of energy to go about your day. Number two, visit a cherry farm. If you are in Washington, consider visiting a Rainier Cherry Farm. Orchards and farms often organize walks for visitors. Um, number three, pour yourself a drink. Wines made from Rainier cherries are quite popular too. Pour yourself a glass of this delicious wine to enjoy the day in style. Five facts about cherries that will blow your mind. Okay, so we have um, number one, Rainier cherries are bigger in size. Rainier cherries are sweeter and bigger than red cherries. Number two, cherries come in many varieties. There are some 1,000 varieties of cherries. Number three, um, a cherry tree is bountiful. An average cherry tree can bear up to 7,000 cherries. Um, number four, Charles the Charles V loved cherry cheese. Um, King Charles V of France planted around 1,000 1, cherry trees in his garden. Um, number five, they originated far from America. Cherries are believed to have originated somewhere between the, the, the Caspian Sea and the Black Sea. Why we love National Rainier Cherry Day, you ask? It's a seasonal fruit. Rainier cherries are available only during the summer months, which makes them very precious. This day celebrates the, the, the much-loved summer fruit. It has an interesting history. Rainier cherries tell the story of a successful hybrid experiment. It's both a natural and human-made wonder. It's all about cherries. Cherries are a common ingredient in cakes, pies, tarts, ice creams, and drinks. Today also celebrates the versatility of this wonder fruit. All right, so um, 2024, Thursday, July 11, 2025, 
on Friday, July 11th, 2026, Saturday, July 11th, 2027, um, Sunday, July 11th, and 2028, July 11th, and that's a Tuesday. All right. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's see what else we got here. Yes, National Sunday Day. And yes, um, and yes, the name of this episode is Ice Cream Sunday with Cherries on the Side, which is dedicated to the national holidays that I am talking about here. All right, so National Sunday Day, which happened recently. National Sunday Day falls on November 11th, <laughs> which is the day I started this podcast, <laughs> which is the third year anniversary, by the way. Um, <laughs> sweet desserts don't get much more um decadent than marshmallow chocolate or strawberry sundaes so let's enjoy every minute of this day you can visit a fun local ice cream shop or simply whip one up at home it's a treat either way of course anything ice cream related seems to brighten things up but this one this one's especially enjoyable. All right, so the history of National Sunday Day. Just who invented the ice cream sundae? Good question. Many claim credit. Here's a quick here's a quick glance at a trio of theories ranked from earliest to most recent. <clears throat> one moment, please. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So where was that? Where were we? Um. Yes. Yeah, so number one, Sundays first appeared around 1881 in the town of Two Rivers, um, Wisconsin, when a man named George um um Halauer, excuse me. Asked his friend Edward C. Burner, um, the owner of a soda fountain, topped a dish of ice cream with chocolate sauce modeled after ice cream sodas. Um, the magnificent creation only cost a nickel and skyrocketed in popularity, but was sold only on Sundays. Um, number two, a plain a Plainfield, Illinois um, druggist named Mr. Suntag created the dish in 1890 after customers requested something different. He named it the Suntag after himself. And since Suntag means Sunday in German, the name was translated to Sunday and later was spelled Sunday, um, which is with D-A-E, not D-A-Y. Um, number three, 
John M. Scott, a minister and Chester Platt co-owner of a pharmacy created and the first Sunday on April 3rd, 1892 in um, Ithaca, New York. Platt covered dishes of ice cream with cherry syrup and candied cherries. The man named the dish Cherry Sunday. <laughs> Historians found a newspaper ad for a Cherry Sunday placed in there, placed in the Ithaca Daily Journal three days later. By May 1892, the Platt and Colt Soda Fountain also served um, strawberry Sundays and later Cherry Sundays. Um, either way, 130 years later, they are quite a treat. All right, so let's go over the timeline here. All right, so let's go over the timeline here. Yes, yeah, so let's go over the timeline here. So eight, 1906, um, that's hot. Um, Clarence Clifton Brown, owner of C.C. Brown's Ice Cream Shop in Los Angeles, tops his Sunday with hot chocolate sauce. 1916, Tin Roof Sunday. Harold Dean um, Thayer creates his version featuring a scoop of vanilla ice cream with chocolate sauce and a scoop of ice cream with marshmallow sauce topped with peanuts. Um, I had that before, too. Um, 2006, Tale of Two, Sunday Cities. The Two Rivers City Council enacts the resolution formally challenging the city of um, Ithaca, New York's claim to be birthplace of the ice cream sundae. Um, 2019, Fun Day, in honor of National Dessert Day, New York's New York City Sugar Factory re restaurant creates a massive sundae known as the Candy Kong. <laughs> Not King Kong, but Candy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> anyway um okay so um all right so let's see does dairy queen have hot fudge sundays let's see yes dq has you covered try the midnight fudge sunday top with rich chop no no cocoa fudge Rich cocoa fudge for extra um decadence. Um oh boy, I'm not even gonna really wait. So is there a national Sunday? Yes, and it's the perfect day to treat your son to a Sunday. National Sun's Day takes place on September 28th. I didn't have time to do that one. Anyway, let's go over to the Sunday National Sunday activities. Um, so number one, host your own Sunday bar. Sundays are a dessert party in a bowl. So what better what better way to celebrate this sweet holiday than to host your own Sunday bar with some friends? Time for an ice cream social hour. Number two, make your own hot fudge Sunday. No, excuse me, make your own hot fudge sauce. Excuse me. Um Making homemade hot fudge sauce is so simple, so good, and so chocolatey that you will never want to go back to the store bought squirt out of the bottle kind again. 
search online for a recipe most use fairly simple ingredients like heavy ice heavy cream cocoa powder vanilla chocolate brown sugar and corn syrup store it in your fridge and you can drizzle this chocolate concoction for months on end and of course number three make it boozy time to make an adult version of this childhood favorite for a simple but very grown up dessert pour a tablespoon of coffee flavored liquor over a coffee ice cream sundae or some or some creme de menthe over a mint chocolate chip sundae you will be drunk in love with sundaes all over again okay why we love national sunday day you ask they are easy to make for sundays it's the building and layering not the cooking that counts these sweet treats require minimum effort with delectable reward you just need your favorite ice cream your favorite toppings a bowl and an ice cream scooper it's all about toppings when it comes to mixing and matching toppings for these ice cream concoctions the sky's the limit try crumbled cookies candy bar chunks nuts granola and shredded coconut they are great for any occasion sundays are the perfect dessert to dress up a date night sweet sweeten an outdoor barbecue or living up a birthday dress up your next occasion by dressing in your sunday best all right so this year was saturday november 11th next year 2024 will be monday um november 11th and 2025 tuesday november 11th 2026 wednesday november 11th and thursday november 11th 2027. okay all right now that we got that out the way now now we can go to our next topic here um before i forget uh let's see okay so let's get into some music news and stuff um okay um let's get into let's get into the best hip-hop songs of 2023 so far all right um yes so according to hip-hop dx the world continues to shift at a rapid pace with so many major global events happening happening that it's hard to know exactly how we think about time the only thing that's been consistent throughout the past few years has been the good music dropping that we're able to use as timestamps. several months have passed since 2023 kicked off and we've received heat from nas Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Sexy Red, Glorilla, Ice Spice, Boldy James. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Lou Tyler, Lil Wayne, Gucci Mane, RX Poppy, <laughs> Killer Mike, 
Young Thug, who's in jail right now. <laughs> um, EBK Young Jock. Um, Rundown Spaz. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, so let's um get into the listings of the hip-hop song so far. Let's get into it right here. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. So, so save my grace, um, by Offset featuring Travis Scott. All right. So, hmm. Um. Okay. Um. All right. What the hell? Okay. What the hell is this? Okay, find my D. Wait a second. Um, wait a minute here. What the hell? Um, I'm not even gonna read all this. I'm sorry. All right, so we have we have first person shooter. Um, includes Drake featuring J Cole. Um, from a man. Young Thug. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I don't know, man, but I'm not even going to really do all that. Um, yeah, so let's get it. All right, so um, let's see. Let's see what else we have for hip-hop songs so far. Let's see. Um... Oh my goodness. Um let me see this thing. Hang on a second here. <sighs> All right. Okay. Um, where was I? Where was I? I'm sorry. I didn't even see this. I'm sorry. I did not see this. I did not see this. Um. So, all right. So, "Never Die" by Nas featuring Little Wayne. Um, not no Xanax two. Um, by Cash Cobain, Cash Cobain, featuring Chow Lee. I'm not even gonna read all this. Um, first day out part two by Rundown Spaz. Um, Wrangler, AJ Radical. Um. Wait a minute here. What the hell? Wait a minute. What the hell? What the hell? Um. Anyway, let me continue this shit though. I'm sorry. Um. Hellcats SRTs, Sexy Red featuring Lil Dirk. Um. 
Wish Me Well by Little Brother. Um, we got Hood Rats, uh, Sexy Red, and Sukiana. Um, Telsa um, by Little Yachty <laughs> and Booty Drop Dolce. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there on um and we got Office Hours by Nas and Hit Boy featuring 50 Cent. And we have on the radar freestyle by Drake and Central C. Uh, Millions by Bia. My Eyes by Travis Scott. Riot by ASAP Rocky and Pharrell. Um, Sprinter, Central C, and Dave. Um, Jonesboro by Young Thug. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what the hell happened here. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell happened here. Um, all right. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Where the hell did this come from? Anyway, let me keep going here. So, Scientists and Engineers by Killer Mike, featuring Andre 3000, future um, Aaron Allen Kane. Hmm. I don't know where that came from, but um, I don't know where that came from. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's let's continue here. Trapper of the Year. Uh, by Certified Trapper, um, and of course, Fuck You Mean, Fuck You Mean, um, by Gunner, Who Told You, by Drake and Jay Huss, um, Asty Knack and Westside Gun, of course, Old Knack, hold on, Old Knack Donald Had a Farm, by Asty Knack and Westside Gun. Um, all right, so Kodak, so Gunsmoke Town by Kodak Black, The Hillbillies by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. Um, um, Rio, Rio, the Rio, the Young OG by Pooch, Pooch Shiesty, Lil Dirk. All My Life by Lil Durk featuring J. Cole and um, Eyes Closed by Chester Watson. Okay, we need to close this. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute here. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Pierre Born by George Lopez. Wait a minute, I didn't know he made music. Get out of here. All right, so <laughs> okay, as Pierre hacks at the acoustic guitar, he experiments with its six strings to cross over the gallops of a spaghetti western score with the plucks of a blues brother. Although the strings feel a bit choppy. Fans have been patiently waiting George Lopez's premiere since Pierre 
tease the track on Instagram Live five years ago. On May 7, 2018, the ridiculousness of George Lopez makes it an instant earworm. The song begins with a single eyebrow raise. Ooh, goddamn. Give me head, George Lopez. <laughs> oh, shit. Give me head. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh shit. Um yeah, uh this references this references George Lopez's um self-titled um TV show where he was repeatedly called Big Head by his family. <laughs> However, Pierre's phrasing sounds a bit off, hovering over a slow 808 clap combo. The lyrics sound like a request for George Lopez to fulfill a sexual f- a sexual favor. It's funny more than anything. It stirs conversation while never losing touch of Pierre's vision. Another step on the road to fellatio. Oh gosh. That's funny. Um <laughs> all right, so oh gosh, why is this keep popping up? Anyway, um, okay, Freaky T remix by Tia Corinne featuring Lotto. Um, most popular song that's been played, Princess Diana by Ice Spice featuring Nicki Minaj. Uh, Rear View um, by NBA Youngboy <laughs> um, featuring Mar- Mariah the Scientist. Um, first show by Lou Tyler, Fat Rex by Fat Rex Part Two, Lou Tyler and Baby Tron. Okay, get rid of this. Okay. Um, ain't gonna answer by NLE Chopper and Lil Wayne. All I want to know by Little Keed and Young Thug. Scaring the hoes. <laughs> oh, shit. JPG. No, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Wow, that's funny, man. <laughs> Oh shit. All right. None I changed by Yeet. Back like I never left by by all three Greedo. What's going on with this shit? Oh my god. Okay. Can't Nobody by Lil Wayne, Swiss Beats, and DMX. Hmm.
King Snipe, uh, <laughs> Gucci Mane, and Kodak Black. Um, on what you on by Moneybag Yo and Glorilla. Um, I um Princess Diana, I Spice, Prada, Steppin, EBK, Young Jock. <laughs> not sure what that means, but <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. But uh, where was where was I here? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, Breakfast by Kevin Gates, Trapping and Rapping by Big Scar and Gucci Mane. Nasty Dancer, Flo Millie. Ron Artest by Babyface Ray and 42 Doug. Um, Schmuck um, by Yeet and NBA Youngboy. Um, Zap Zone by Baby Tron and Certified Trapper. Um, King Snipe by Gucci Mane and Cordell Black. And I already mentioned on... I already mentioned um, on what you on by Moneybag Yo and Glorilla, Princess Diana, Ice Spice, um, Product Stepping by EBK, Young Jock. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it with um, the hip hop songs of the week. Okay, so let's go on to some other music related stuff. Um, let's get to. Let's get to uh hold on a minute here. Sorry about that. All right. All right. Another another music muse um from hip hop DX. Will Smith's reintegration into the public eye will reportedly begin at next year's Grammys with a hip hop 50 tribute. According to Billboard, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince will reunite on stage in a star-studded performance. Um, the Grammy salute um, special, um, hang on a second. Yeah, uh, oh boy, you know, let me let me let me save this for let me save this topic actually because I want to get to the 50 cent thing. I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. Um <clears throat> all right, so 50 Cent earns first diamond certified song for in the club. Um 50 Cent's 2003 smash hit in the club has officially certified diamond by the RIAA marking the rapper's first um diamond certified song the reason i had to put that other topic on hold because i was going to feature that on tv show checkouts so that'll be that'll be up and running in a couple minutes all right so um yes yeah, so um so um 50 cent earns first diamond certified song for in the club on wednesday november 1st 50 cent earned the certification the dr dre and mike um um elizondo produced track has additionally surpassed over 1.2 billion spotify streams and 1.8 billion youtube views on his music video the 2003 single continues to average around 42 million streams per week worldwide um 
50 Cent celebrated the achievement on his Instagram, posting the cover art from um, his nine times platinum um, blockbuster debut, Get Rich or Die Trying, alongside a graphic of the Diamond certification. In the club has officially reached Diamond, 50 Cent wrote. 10 million singles sold. The 43rd hip-hop song to go diamond 121 songs of all time to do it i feel good i'm that thing 50 cent in a separate post commemorating the moment he wrote diamonds are forever yo that thing 50 cent is no joke um 50 cents get rich or die trying celebrates 20 20 years with final lap tour 50 Cent is currently in the in the in the throes of his final light tour in support of Get Rich or Die Trying, which dropped over 20 years ago on February 6th, 2003. In an interview with Double XL in July, 50 said the tour would be a long time on the road. He added that moving forward, it's likely he wouldn't be able to commit to this much time away from home i won't be able to commit uh, commit to a tour as long as this he said this tours 93 dates it'll be one of the biggest hip-hop tours of the year because it won't stop it'll just go through next year by the time we we done because of the groundwork that i laid touring i literally could i literally can world tour the other artists when they say they they going they going on a world tour it means they are going on a run but it's not a world tour my music is just coming full circle now um so yeah so that's pretty much what this is so congratulations to 50 cent man I want to say congratulations to 50 Cent, man, on this one, man, because this is this is pretty interesting, man, and and this and the success that he gained, you know what I'm saying? So, so give it up for 50 Cent. I want to make some noise, actually. Let's make some noise for 50 Cent, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me do let me do this. Let's give him his flowers, man. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. All right. Um, okay. All right. Here we go.
All right. Um. Okay. Let's go on to um another another music news subject. Actually. Um. Okay. So. Um. Other than Fifty Cent, let's go into. Let's go into every hip hop song certified diamond. All right. All right, so this is basically talking about the hip-hop songs that went diamond. All right, so let's get into it. And this was posted November 1st from XXL Mag. Um, so XXL celebrates 50 years of hip-hop with this feature. There are several of your favorite hip-hop songs that have achieved diamond status. 10 million um, sold or more, according to the Recording Industry Association of America. For these celebrity diamonds, Double um, XL highlights the official tracks released by rappers. No features on other artists' songs. Um, congratulations are in order for Post Malone, whose um, anthemic song "Congratulations" reached diamond certification in 2019. It was the rapper's first diamond certified single of his career. At the at the time, Posty joined fellow rappers Juicy J, T.I., Outkast, Tupac, late great Tupac Shakur, and Drake, who have also reached diamond status for either features on a song, their own albums, or a song they released there during their careers. Speaking of Drizzy, his track, his 2018 track, God's Plan, is at 11 times platinum, which was the Canadian rapper's first solo diamond certification as well. And the in the years since Drake has also secured diamond um diamond plaque cards for his assistance on Travis Scott's song Sickle Mode, which reached 10 million in December of 2020, as well as two hits from 2016 Hotline Bling, Hotline Bling and one dance. Meanwhile, Eminem also holds the unique dis distinction of being a rapper to have three songs that went diamond. The Detroit Rhymer nabbed a diamond trophy for his um, Oscar winning song, Lose Yourself from his Eight Mile soundtrack in 2018. Next, Not Afraid from his recovery album, um, earned him a diamond plaque back in 2014 and the rihanna assistant hit love the way you lie has so far reached 13 million in 2020 2022 and was officially certified diamond in 2013. another member of the diamond club is lil Nas x the atlanta rappers um ubiquitous 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 um, <clears throat> 2019 single Old Town Road is the fastest song in the history to be certified diamond, which earned the distinction in 2019. The country rap song, which has remixes featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Young Thug, and others, is currently at 17 million in 2022. Another artist who has a diamond plaque is um legendary legendary rapper Wiz Khalifa, the Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania rappers track See You Again featuring Charlie Poof, um, which is dedicated to Paul Walker, um, is currently at 11 million. Wiz's first 
um earned the diamond honor for the song for the song in 2018 the cop the accompanying music video is among the top five most watched videos in new york history no excuse me in youtube history um with well over five billion views with streaming the go-to way for music fans to listen to songs more artists reaching the diamond achievement is on the horizon in the meantime check out all the rappers whose hip-hop songs they've released have reached diamond status all right so let's start with um let's start with little baby and gunners um drip too hard <clears throat> certified units 10 million French Montana. French Montana's Unforgettable featuring Sway Lee from Ray Strummer. Certified units, 10 million. Um, Pulse Malone's Congratulations featuring Quavo, Sunflower featuring Sway Lee, um, Iris, White Iverson Cycle featuring uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Rockstar featuring 21 Savage, Better Now, I Fall Apart, and Circles. Uh, Certified units 14 million, 17 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, and another 10 million, and 10 million. Wow. And um, Cardi B, hold on. Yes, so um, Cardi B's Bodak Yellow, and I like it, featuring Bad Bunny and J Balvin, certified units, 11 million, and, and another 11 million. Rowdy Rich is um, the box, certified units, 10 million. Um, um, Triple X Tentacion, sad, um, certified units, 10 million. And um, Eminem's "Love the Way You Lie" featuring Rihanna, "Lose Yourself" and "Not Afraid" certified units, thirteen million, thirteen million, and eleven million. Um, Fetty Fetty Wap's "Trap Queen" certified units, ten million. Oof. Nicki Minaj's um super bass and her collaboration on Carol G's um. Tusa certified units 10 million and 41 million and um, little wings lollipop featuring static major um, certified units 10 million 
Um, the Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. Certified units, ten million. Um, Travis Scott's Sickle Mode featuring Drake and Sway Lee. Um, certified units, ten million. And we have Little Uzi Vert's um, Exo Tour Life. Certified units, eleven million. Macmore and Ryan Lewis Thrift Shop featuring Wands. Certified units, ten million. Um, little Little Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Certified units, sixteen million. The Weekend, The Weekends, The Hills, Can't Feel My Face, Blinding Lights, Starboy, and Earned It. Certified units is 11 million, 10 million, 10 million, 11 million, and 10 million. Um, Pharrell, happy and blurred lines with Robin Thicke and TI. Certified units, 11 million and 10 million. Um, where's Khalifa? Um, see you again featuring Charlie Poof. Uh, certified units, 11 million. Um, late great Juice World, um, um, Juice World's Lucid Dreams, um, certified units, uh, 10 million. Drake, um, God's Plan, Hotline Bling, One Dance, and Life is Good with Future and Sickle Mode with Travis Scott, certified units, 11 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, and 10 million. Um, Jay-Z and Kanye West uh, watch the thrones on um, um, niggas in Paris. Um certified units 10 million. Young Thug um Havana Havana with Camilla Cabello Camilla Cabello um certified units 10 million um oh boy um snoop dog snoop dogs california girls with Katy perry certified units 10 million um kid cuddy kid cuddy pursuit of happiness nightmare featuring mgmt and rat tat tat certified units 10 million Future Life's Life is Good featuring Drake Certified Units 10 million Juicy J Juicy J's Dark Horse with Katy Perry Certified Units 10 million and of course um Kanye West is stronger 10 million certified units TI Blurred Blurred lines with Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Certified units, 10 million. Flowrider. Um, low featuring T-Pain. Um, certified units, 10 million. 50 cents in the club. Certified units, um, 10 million. So that's the section of diamond status. That's it. Wow. Wow, man! All right, so let's make some noise. Let's make some noise, man! 
for all the rappers who receive um received diamonds certified diamond in in the amount of millions all right Okay, um, I talked about the Thanksgiving balloons and stuff in the last episode, so I'm not going to really do it here. I mean, Thanksgiving is over, so I'm not even going to really um, revisit that. So instead of that, we are going to, instead of that, we're going to get into, um, we're going to get into, um, the topic that I said I was going to save for, for, um, right here, which is TV show checkouts, man, pertaining to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince and the award show that's going on next year. Wait, on December 15th. All right. So let's get it. We're going to get into it right here. Um, hold on a minute here. Wait for this to load. And there it is. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into let's get into DJ Jazz and Jeff and the Fresh Prince for a sec here. Um, let's get into it right here. Um, and of course, this is from, and of course, this is from, um, the people from Hip Hop DX. Um, all right, so, so, um, Will Smith's reintegration. Gration into the public eye will reportedly begin at next year's Grammys with with a hip hop 50 tribute. According to Billboard, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince will reunite on stage in a star studded performance. The Grammy salutes salute special will be taped on November 8th and air on December 10th, starting at 8 30 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Um, of course. 
check your local listings if you're not in the East Coast. Um, tickets are currently available for those in Los Angeles who uh, who want to attend the taping. Get them, get them here. Um, there's a laundry list of rappers who are slated to contribute to the tribute spanning all different eras of hip hop's 50 years. Um when you go when you go on um hip hop dx the website and you're gonna see a highlighted highlighted words get them there. You click on there and you're gonna see some information on how to get tickets. All right so um all right, some of the names include Gunna, Jeezy, Glorilla, Two Chains, Lotto, Jermaine Dupree, DJ Quick, E40, LOKJ, TI, and more. The rest of the lineup includes Arrested Development, Big Daddy Kane, Black Sheep, Cypress Hill, Diggable Planets, Juvenile, Loonies, MC Light, Roxanne Shante, Spinderella, 3-6 Mafia, Too Short, Warren G, YG, Black Thought from the Roots, Bun B, Common, De La Soul, JJ Fad, Talib Kweli, The Lady of Rage, MC Sharak, Moni Love, The Far Side, Queen Latifah, Quest Love, Rakim, Remy Ma, Uncle Luke, and Yo Yo. The tribute will serve as one of Will Smith's first major public appearance appearances since his his infamous Chris Chris Rock slap at the 2022 Academy Awards last March. Smith has since been banned by the Academy from attempt from attending its events for a decade for his actions. Uh, this is that was stupid. That was so stupid. Um, for the academy to ban somebody like sit, not even gonna go there. Um, DJ 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 Jazzy Jeff and and Will Smith made Grammy history as "Parents Just Don't Understand" became the first rap song. Excuse me, first rap song to um to win a Grammy trophy in 1989 but weren't invited to perform at the ceremony however the first prince of bel-air collaborators became the first rappers to perform at the award show a year later in 1990 according to quest love will smith was will smith was actually supposed to appear in the hip-hop 50 tribute at the grammy awards in february but dropped out at the last minute the roots drummer um who curated the all-star spectacle revealed to variety that smith had initially agreed to dust off his fresh prince persona and join the celebration however quest explained that the 54 year old was forced to drop out to was was forced to drop out to do obligations with his upcoming movie bad boys 4. I'll give you I'll give the spoiler alert alert away. Will Smith was a part of the festivities tonight, but they started shooting Bad Boys 4 this week. He said there 
were a lot of preliminary shots that he had to do, so we had to lose Will, which sucks, though, man. You know what I mean? That kind of sucks, though. But he is working on Bad Boys 4 <laughs> with the legendary Martin Lawrence, so there's no release date on when that's going to happen. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, there you have it right there, man. Um, there you have it right there. I'm going to actually get to, um, damn, man. Damn. All right. So let's go to, let's go to, um, um, one second here. All right. Hunger Games took first place, and it's still in first place over Trolls. But Trolls made more money internationally. I'll break that down. I'll break that down, man, in, in this segment right here called the movie Man Cave Popcorn. All right? So just bear with me here. <laughs> bear with me. Okay. Games has been out for like two weeks now. The prequel to the Hunger Games, to be honest with you. Now, I don't know who asked for this movie to happen, but you know, I don't know who asked for this movie to happen, but anyway, um, I'm going to continue with this, so um, yeah. So, let me see. So let's see. Now, I don't know how I did in the second week. I don't know how I did in the second week, but let's continue according to variety. So the odds were ever in favor of the Hunger Games prequel of the the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which emerged victorious in a busy box office weekend despite um, opening slightly behind expectations. The Lionsgate film, which brings audiences back to this to the dystopia, dystopia of um, um, Panem for the first time in nearly a decade, collected forty four million dollars from three thousand seven hundred seventy six um, North American theaters and ninety eight. Hold on. Um, Hold on, $98 million globally in its first weekend 
of release. Those initial ticket sales didn't recapture the spark of the original franchise, which propelled Jennifer Lawrence to global stardom and inspired three, three sequels. But they were enough to win the weekend over three fellow newcomers. Universal and DreamWorks Animation threequel Trolls Band Together, Sony's gory thriller Thanksgiving, and director Taka Watiti's sports comedy The Next Go Wins. Um, and uh, with the glut of new offerings, ticket sales for Disney. Um, for Disney, for Disney's superhero sequel, uh, the Marvels cratered by 78%, um, which means it dropped, um, to land another um, ignominious record. The biggest second weekend drop by far in the history of Marvel Cinematic Universe before, before this weekend, Ant-Man, and the Wasp Quantumania withstood the largest decline of the, fran the franchise with 69.9%. Um, after notching the worst start in the, the entire MCU, the Marvels tied for third place with $10.2 million from 4,030 theaters, bringing its domestic tally to $65 million. The $220 million plus budget tentpole is the rare Marvel movie to underperform at the box office. And part of the problem is that it's bearing the brunt of the audience's fatigue towards the towards this sprawling franchise. But at this rate, it may not even match the opening weekend of its predecessor, 2019's Captain Marvel. Um, which is which is uh, 153 million dollars uh, by the end of its theatrical run. Uh, the end of its theatrical run. Uh, it's shaping up to be the first MCU movie to fall short of 100 million dollars at the domestic box office. Although the ballot. A song, songbirds and snakes open significantly lower than its predecessors. Each of the four Hunger Games um, installments launched at launched to at least 100 million at the domestic box office analysis. No analysts, excuse me, uh, believe the film is well positioned in its theatrical run. It costs $100 million to produce more than the first Hunger Games, but substantially less than the three, the three goals, the three sequels. Um, even if the prequel turns a profit for Lionsgate, it's too soon to tell if ticket sales are strong enough to justify future sequels and spinoffs in the Hunger Games world. This is a very good opening for an action adventure prequel, says David A. Gross, who runs the movie consulting firm Franchise Entertainment Research. On average, prequels start with approximately um, half of the previous film's opening, and this weekend's figure is close to that. West Side Story, Breakout, Rachel Zegler, and and 
the Gilded Age actor Tom Bliff star in the Ballad of Songs, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, based on the 2020 novel by author Suzanne Co Collins. It's a standalone film with the three billion dollar Hunger Games franchise, which takes place six decades before Katniss Everdeen bravely volunteered as tribute. The story centers on a young um, Coriolanus Snow, who later becomes the tyrannical president of the dystopian Panam, as well as District 12 um, tribute Lucy Gray, um, um, Gray, um, um, Baird, Baird, um, who, whom he mentors in the 10th annual Hunger Games. Reviews have been mixed with 60% on Rotten Tomatoes and a B plus cinema score. Audiences were mostly young women 65 percent were female and 73 percent were between the ages of 18 and 34. um it's likely benefited from a late breaking boost in publicity um which allowed the cast um including viola davis peter dinklage and euphoria star Hunter Schaefer, the opportunity to promote the movie before it arrived in theaters. Other than other recent strike era releases, The Killers of the Flower Moon or Dumb Money <laughs> struggled without the cast of famous faces to bring attention to their movies. We were a little lighter than projections um, domestically and a little over projections internationally. And so we're thrilled with the results says Lion Lion Gates Lions Gates um, motion picture group vice chairman Adam um Fogelson Fogelson it'll be a great business result for the studio except for next goal wins this weekend's newcomers um worked as counter programming against each other and successfully carved out decent receipts in this pre-turkey day frame it'll only get more crowded at the box office next weekend and with the openings of ridley scott's historical epic napoleon and disney's animated musical wish in second place trolls band together open on par with expectations generating 30.30.6 million dollars from 3870 theaters to start it's the third biggest opening weekend for an animated film this year, far behind the number one and two spots of Spider-Man, excuse me, the Super Mario Brothers movie um, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Those animated offerings, as well as Elemental and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, uh, have benefited from impressive box office staying um, power. With an A cinema score, Trolls 3 could enjoy a similar, similarly long run over the next few weeks. Um, the opening weekend numbers and audience scores point to the, a tremendous opportunity heading 
into the holidays, says Universal's um, president of domestic distribution, Jim Orr. The family-friendly Trolls, which features the voices of Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake in an adventure about an NSYNC-style boy band, got a, got a head start overseas and has already earned $76.3 million at the international box office and $108 million globally. It costs $95 million to produce. It's impossible to judge the three girls' performance compared to the the sequel 2020's Trolls World Tour, which premiered simultaneously on demand while cinemas were shuttered during the worst of the slamdemic. The first film, 2016's Trolls, opened to $46 million domestically and became a hit with $350 million at the global box office. Um, Director Eli Roth's already slasher Thanksgiving opened slightly behind expectations with $10.2 million from 3,204 venues. It tied with the Marvels, so the final placement on the box office charts will be determined on Monday. The film cost just $15 million to produce, so it could still make a killing by the end of its box office run. Patrick Dempsey and TikTok star Addison Ray lead the cast of Thanksgiving, which centers around a mysterious axe-wielding killer who terrorizes the, terrorizes the residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts, after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy. It landed a B-minus cinema score and a surprisingly strong 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Reviews are excellent, and the picture should play well over the, over the upcoming Thanksgiving weekend, Gross says. Um, another scary movie, Universal and Blumhouse's terrifying video game adaptation, which I didn't really care for, which is Five Nights at Freddy's, rounded out the top five with $3.3 million for, you know, from 2,829 theaters. After four weekends of release, the modestly budgeted film has generated a scary good $132 million in North America and $271 million worldwide to date. Watiti's um, feel-good sports comedy, Next Goal Wins, flopped in its domestic debut, landing in sixth place with $2.7 million from 2,240 theaters. Without positive reviews or strong audiences, audience scores, um, it holds a 40, 41% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes and earned a B-plus cinema score. The Searchlight film may struggle to rebound over the crowded holiday season. Michael Fassbender and Michael Fassbender stars in Next Goal, Next Goal Wins. Based on the true story, of the American um, Samoa soccer team and the coach who is tasked with with turning the perennial losers into champions. Uh, <laughs> oh, perennial! Wow. Um, elsewhere, Martin Scorsese's *Killers of the Flower Moon* dropped to number ten with one point nine million dollars from. 1714 locations in its fifth outing. Ticket sales for the 200 million dollar crime epic starring 
starring Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro are running out of steam at 63.5 million dollars in North America and 145.7 million dollars worldwide. It's been complicated to assess whether this result is successful or terrible for such an expensive film. It's way less than Scorsese's star-driven films tend to earn. But Apple, which backed the big-budget tentpole and hired Paramount to just to distribute it theatrically, doesn't have the same metrics of success compared to traditional Hollywood players. players. It's banking on Oscar's attention and new Apple TV Plus subscribers to help justify the mass the massive cost. In the end, the three and a half hour running time was indeed a box office killer, and I doubt award nominations will push this much higher, says Jeff Bach, an analyst with Exhibitor Relations. <sighs> wow. Man, that's crazy, man. Um, that's really crazy. I hate to say this. Um, I really hate to say this though. This is just um it's not it's not really going to um you know, not too many people like three hour movies, you know what I'm saying? Not too many people like that shit. Some people like some people are used to an hour or two hour movies and all that other stuff. Nobody wants to sit in, sit in the theater for three and a half hours, man. That's not that's not gonna work. You know what I mean? Um so yeah. All right, so uh let's see what else we have left to talk about. Yes, like I said, man, I already talked about um the Thanksgiving thing in um in the last episode, so I'm not gonna talk about it here. So so um there you have it right there. <clears throat> Hold on, I need to get a little I need to get something real quick.
All right, sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. I had to go. I had to get something. All right, so we got some fun activities that's gonna take place this weekend. Um, so as far as like fun activities to do for the week, um, we're gonna get into it right here. One second. All right. All right. So we got two events that's taking place in um City Field that you need to know about. So so how about we get into remains to be seen? All right. All right, we got we got two two things that's taking place in City Field, starting with the Queens Convention. All right, starting with the Queens Convention, I am going to get into it right here. So here it is, right here. So the Queens Convention takes place December second, um, and it's and it's located at thirty three dash sixty eight Farrington Street. In Flushing, Queens, New York, one one three five four, and the tickets are on sale right now. So be sure to go cop your tickets right now. Don't wait till the last minute. All right, and and this includes autograph sessions and question and answer panels with special guests, which in, which features Billy Wagner, Cliff Floyd, and Terry Collins, the former Mets. Um, panels, vendors, prizes, mascots, food, and more. Of course, of course, if you like to more, if you like to know more information um, to purchase the tickets, you can go to queensbaseballconvention.com. That's www.queensbaseballconvention.com. All right, so. So yes, so let me see. I want to see what they're about. Um, Queens Convention. Let me see what they're about, though. Okay, so what this is about is, for those of you who may not know what the Queens Convention is, so this is so the Queens Baseball Convention, also known as the QBC, is a fan fest run by the fans of our favorite baseball team from Flushing, Queens. Uh, we have put this fan fest together as a mix of a Comic-Con and a baseball card show. And um, we usually hold our big QBC in January before the start of spring training. As fans, we were looking for, we were looking for an event that would help us get a, get through the winter winter months and help us with the lack of flushing baseball. Um so next we have next we have the City Field Holiday Experience. All right, so let's get into it right here. Um we I did have hang on one second. Yes, yeah, so yeah, so um all right, so the city field holiday experience, right? 
All right, so it's from Saturday, December 2nd, um, 2023 at 9.30 a.m. to Sunday, December 3rd, 2023 at 2 p.m. Um, all right, so um, you can get your tickets right here at allevents.in slash queens slash city field holiday experience. All right, so um, about the event. <clears throat> about the event of City Field Holiday Experience. So, um, of course, um, about this event, book your holiday photo shoot today on Saturday. Well, it already started, actually. It already started, actually, since November 18th, which was um, which was about two weeks ago. Sunday, November 19th, Saturday, December 2nd, which is coming up. And Sunday, December third, come take your holiday photo with Mr. Met and Mrs. and Mrs. Met at City Field. Availability is limited for for this one kind for this one of a kind opportunity. So don't miss out on the chance to have the best holiday card this season. Fans are invited to purchase a thirty minute photo session for two hundred and fifty dollars. Time slots must be purchased in advance. Walk-ups will not be accepted. Damn. Photos will be emailed in will be will be emailed in within 48 to 72 hours of your scheduled shoot. Oh boy. So this experience include so this experience includes photo op with Mr. Met, Mr. and Mrs. Met at a set location. An on-site photographer, holiday de- decor when visiting three of the most exclusive spots. Know before you go. Um, your session may include up to 10 people. No pets or any kind will be permitted into City Field. If you are late or miss your photo session slot, you are scheduled for rescheduling cannot be guaranteed. Book your holiday photo shoot today. Photo shoot will be 30 minutes in length. You will receive an email containing your photos within 48 to 72 hours of your scheduled shoot. All photo shoots enter through the Seaver entrance and will and will park in lot B. Of course, please arrive at 15 at least 15 minutes prior to your scheduled time. Um of course you can email you can Email tours at nymets.com. That's tours at nymets.com with any questions. All right. So hurry up and get your tickets. And it's $250. All right. So there you have it right there. There you have it right there, man. I want to actually make sure I make some noise for the estimate amount of money. Um, so I don't want to forget that. So let me not forget that though. All right. Um. All right. We got some more. We got some more spots. Um. Hold on a minute here. 
Hold on a minute. I want to give a shout out to this guy named Kevin, who actually gave me gave me this flyer in regards to um a place that a place that is called um velocity driving. So basically, so basically this is this considers um a two-lap ride along discount code holiday two, a four-lap driving experience discount code holiday four. And an eight-lap driving experience discount code holiday eight. So of course you can scan the QR code and all that other stuff. And um, you can also follow. Hold on, and you can. And um, let me just um include the prices. So, eighteen plus rides starting at just forty-nine dollars. And of course you can reserve your spot. Real soon, so four last starting at one hundred dollars with code. So the QR code, all right. So you can also follow them on. You can also follow them on their on their Instagram, Velocity Driving. All right. Let me take a look at the. Uh, hold on. Let me take a look at their website. Let me take a look at their website because um. Cause I uh, hold on a minute here. Hold on. Let's take a look at their website. Cause I haven't had a chance to be on. All right, so I haven't had a chance to check out their website. Um, let's take a look here. Um, okay. All right. So do they? Let's take a look if they have a website. Yes, they do. They do have a website. They have a link tree. Um, they do have a link tree. I'm about to load that up. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna fill you guys in on this. Um, pretty sure y'all have some. Um, let me see. So let me see. They don't have a website, but if you go to their link tree, you're gonna see a bunch of choices actually. So, so Velocity Driving, the East Coast, East Coast's premier supercar driving experience starts starting at $99. So you can book your autocross experience here. Um, you're gonna see some choices. Book your autocross experience here, find a track day near you. You can join the team. Um, ambassador program application. You can shop Velocity Driving Apparel facts, and you can also follow them on their Instagram as well, um, as well as their Facebook, as well as their Facebook, their TikTok, their TikTok is on there as well. So there you have it. You can follow Velocity Driving on their Instagram page. Make sure you follow them so you can get more information about this. So so you can know um where you can actually um you know book the date and all that great stuff right there. All right. So um we got some more fun stuff to do for the week and we need to get to I have to get to it um here. Let's get to it right here. So uh, some fun activities for the week.
All right, so let's get it to a second here. Um, come on, come on, come on, come on. No. All right. Um. Okay. Okay. Time out. All right, um, let's get into some stuff to do for the week this week. All right, so things to do for the week. Okay, things to do in NYC for this week. So starting with Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is a beaming and brilliant symbol of the holiday season. Tourists and native New Yorkers alike sure do love this towering tree. Um, the tree will be lit daily from 5 a.m. to midnight daily after a special light up night ceremony on Wednesday, November 29th, which is tomorrow on, on Christmas Day. The tree is lit for 24 hours and on New Year's Eve, it is lit from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. The tree goes dark for the season at 10 p.m. on January 13th. More than, than 50,000 multicolored LED lights wrap around the branches. It's topped with a three-dimensional Swarovski. Swarovski. Hang on a second. No. Yes, so yes, Swarovski star that weighs 900 pounds and sparkles in three million crystals. Architect Daniel um Libskind designed the stunning star in 2018. Next, we have Bryant Park tree lighting. The tree at Bank of America Winter Village at Bryant Park will be lit on November 28th at 6 p.m., officially catapulting the city into the holiday season. As usual, the Winter Village will be re replete with a slew of other offerings as well, including ice skating, holiday shopping, and top-notch food and drink options. Uh, we also have... The Central Park lighting, the Central Park holiday lighting. Um, for more than 25 years, the Central Park um, Conservancy had been draping the Charles A. Dana Discovery Center in holiday lights and ringing in the season alongside a hot cocoa bearing Santa. The festivities wrap up with the lighting of a flotilla of trees on the hollow mirror of course extra tip um print out this song sh sheet so you are prepared for the carols um the event is scheduled for 5 30 p.m on thursday november 30th 
um, but the lights aren't illuminated all through the holiday season. Um, let's check out. I'm gonna check out the prices too. Um, don't worry about that. All right. Um, I'm gonna speed this. I'm gonna speed this up right now, man. I'm gonna speed this up so. Um, whatever places I don't get to, I will save that for a future episode. So the Diker Heights Christmas lights um, display has definitely earned its stripes as one of the best New York attractions. What's not to love about all that razzle-dazzle to get you in the Christmas spirit? The Brooklyn neighborhood is home to the most over-the-top Christmas light decorations with life-size santas sleighs snowmen and some houses even bump christmas carols from loudspeakers crowds of all ages flock to the king's county neighborhood to wander down the multiple blocks and and avenues most houses are decorated starting the weekend after thanksgiving through early january and of course you can walk through on your own but a tour might be a little easier bus tours are back from a slice of brooklyn diker heights christmas lights and many more many more there's even a spanish language tour vamos all right parade on rockaway which is in queens um jamaica queen's annual three-day celebration is back running from december 1st to the to the third expect food vendors and artisan holiday winter village christmas displays a million light parade the largest christmas tree lighting in queens of course on friday night as well as santa and toy giveaways on saturday live musical and dance performances and much more the million light parade on rock on rockaway will take place on sunday from 130th to 143rd um street on rockaway boulevard the event began nine years ago when the area needed a sign of hope after hurricane sandy since then the event has continued every year to spread cheer activities are free to attend all right the rest of the stuff i'm going to actually save all right i'm gonna save those places on um and for those of you who may not know, I'm using a website called timeout.com. That way, you, that way, for those of you that's in um, Paris, Chicago, um, Los Angeles, California, New York, New York areas, um, if you're looking for some fun activities to do for the week or weekend, week or weekend, um, it's timeout.com slash slash um things to do for the week all right timeout.com all right you can't miss that um yes um i was going to talk about um i was going to talk about luna park as far as Frostfest. i was going to talk about that I was gonna talk about that, but I don't wanna um overdo it. I don't wanna overdo it though. Um I'm going to save that for I'm gonna save that for another time actually. 
Um, let's say that for another time, actually. Um, yeah, Luna Park. I'm gonna save that for another time. All right, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna save that for another time. Yes. All right, I'm gonna save that for another time, actually. So, um, for a future episode. So I gotta wrap up right here before it hits the three hour mark. So, um, all right, we're gonna wrap it up right here. I'm gonna wrap it up right here. All right, we're gonna wrap it up right here, and um, I'm going to. All right, so. Here we go. Stream choices on the go, man. Let's do this, man. Seriously. Let's do this. This is where I inform you where you can actually follow the podcast and of course and of course streaming platforms and my link tree where you can actually get an idea on the episodes to actually listen to. Listen, stream, and watch. So here we go. All right. So make sure you follow the podcast not only on Facebook, alongside with 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 Threads and Instagram, alongside with um my other two podcast shows that I do, which is excellent fun vibrant talks podcast. Um, the sports platform that I do, um, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, um, the review show that I also do. And, of course, you can also follow me on this podcast right here, which is Off the Meat Red Chains NY Podcast, um, which is which is, which is basically Off the Meat Red Chains New York Avenue Podcast. It's also on there, too. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so you can follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks Triple Five in Queens, New York. All right. So turn on your notifications so you can so you can be verified and notified. Actually, not verified, but notified on when I'm going to be on Instagram Live recording podcast episodes, and and when I'm going to be on the air via live stream, especially on Instagram Live and YouTube. So, um. So what we're gonna do is we are going to get into where you can listen and on great stuff. So where you can listen to the podcast, I am going to get into it right here. And now if you go to my link tree, you're gonna see a whole list of streaming platforms um that you could download to your iPhones, your Android phones, you have iPads. Android tablets. You have laptops, which includes Apple, Apple laptops and Dell laptops, including Windows. All right. So, so when you go to the link in bio, you're gonna see you're gonna see a whole list of streaming platforms, which includes Odyssey, Audible, Audio Burst, Amazon Music. Breaker, Bullhorn FM, Castbox FM, 
Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend, Pod Hound, Pod Opolo, Pod Rama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Pod Verse, Podcast Guru, Podvine, Snipped, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google, Google Podcasts. Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. You don't need a credit card or debit card to download iHeartRadio to listen to music, radio, and podcasts for free. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to subscribe. Follow the follow the podcast on every streaming platform that I just mentioned, including iHeartRadio. And also do the same with YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page, G Money Stacks Triple Five, for more live video episodes of this podcast right here. And also, and also click on the alerts so you can be notified on when the podcast episode recordings will be starting, including the date day, the month, and the time going on the air via live stream. All right. So make sure you stay tuned for more video content, including um, new and previous episodes in case you miss any of them. And be sure to Listen, stream, and watch these episodes in case you miss any of them. Don't worry. And also be sure to be sure to download the episodes, including your favorite episodes. You can also add the podcast to your favorite play to your playlist, um, which includes Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Deezer, Pocket Cast. You have Player FM, you have you have um Amazon Music, you have iHeartRadio, you have you have YouTube and all the other streaming platforms where you get your podcast. All right. Share the videos, share the episodes. Be sure to tell a friend to another friend. Spread the word. Word of mouth is important. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes including the topics being discussed and and of course shared my link you can share the link tree link alongside with the podcast with your husbands your wives your boyfriends girlfriends people you're cool with from work and all that great stuff right there all right so i'm gonna wrap it up right here man I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Greginator. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me on episode 308. And this is titled Ice Cream Sunday with Cherries on the Side, which is dedicated to the national holidays that I just talked about today. All right? Remember, the grind doesn't stop. Hard work pays off. If you want something, you have to earn it because it's not going to be given to you on a silver platter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Um, and also be on your P's and your fucking Q's when it comes to your craft. Don't give up on your goals and dreams. And, and of course, find and look for something that clicks to you and makes sense. Follow your heart. And, and of course, be sure to have confidence in your craft creatively, mentally, physically, and spiritually. That gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision. All right. So um, I do apologize for delaying the episodes. I was having an issue with um two of the other episodes that I was trying to upload. Um it was it was very difficult for me, so I'm gonna have to upload, I'm gonna have to redo the audio episode. The video is fine. The video is fine. It's just the audio episode I have to redo, which is gonna be like a, a, a recap, a recap um uh redo. All right, for 305, 303 and 305, I have to redo the audio episode. I'm not redoing the video live stream. I'm gonna be redoing the audio episode. So you know what I'm saying? So um, so stay tuned for that one right there. Um, as far as like um posting the episodes on streaming platforms, I'm not gonna do it until I actually re-record the audio episodes of 303 and 305. So um so um it's gonna have to wait so all right now that i have to make a clarification on what's been going on um so that's it thank you so much you could have listened to any podcast in the whole world but you chose to listen to this new york avenue podcast show that i do all right. Thank you for thank you for um listening, streaming, rocking with me, and watch me on your YouTube channel and everywhere else in between. And if you have any um and if you have any questions or anything like that, you can hop on to my Discord. I made a Discord so that way you can you can chime in on the topics that's been talked about in each episode. You could, if you, you're more than welcome to ask me any questions whatsoever. You go to my Discord. My Discord is, let me just, let me just, um, my Discord is, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, hang on a minute here. Yes, my Discord is. My Discord username is the same name, the same username, which is G Money Stacks Triple Five. And I may, I'm not going to change the username. I'm just going to leave it as it is, man. So, so of course, G Money Stacks Triple Five is the easiest way to actually remember. So, it's not long or anything like that. So, like I said, um, when you go to my Discord, 
um section you're gonna see hashtags like like chatting with or, or yeah chatting with me um movies and tv movies and tv shows um you talk about music as far as hip-hop and um sports is included as well all right so so go to my discord you are invited you are invited and everything else so i got you all right so without without further ado man i'm out i'm out to be out of here i'm out to be out of here i appreciate every single one of y'all i love y'all you know what i mean i really love y'all appreciate y'all for your time I hope y'all had a nice Thanksgiving. I hope I know Black Friday, Black Friday, and the worst traffic jams has been the worst compared to Cyber Monday and everything else in between. So I'm up out of here. Peace and one love. I'll see y'all next time in the next episode, man. One love. Peace out. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the places that I just mentioned, you can go to timeout.com. And the other places that I just mentioned, the Queens Convention and the holiday um, experience where you can take your pictures and all that other stuff. You can, you're more than welcome to rewatch this episode. All right. Peace out. One love. Good night, everybody. Yo, what's up, everyone at home? You want to hear more from me? I need your help on a couple of things. Go follow Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast on Facebook, Threads, and Instagram. Tap on the notifications so you can know when I will be on Instagram live recording podcast episodes. Plus, you can do the same with YouTube on my channel, G Money Stacks Triple Five. Grab the subscribe button for more live video episodes. Click on the notification bell and alerts as reminders of the date, day, and time when each episode recording will be on the air via live stream. You can also share your thoughts on the topics of each episode in the comments section. If you miss any new or previous episodes, don't worry. You can catch up in my link tree slash gmoneystacks555 with the links to listen, stream, and watch on every 
streaming platform, including Spotify for podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can download and add the podcast to your playlist of your favorite episodes. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Greginator. Thank you so much for for tuning in, listening, streaming, rocking with me, and watching me on the podcast. One love. Peace out.